0: This is Dropped Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock band, Umphreys the Each week will feature a rotating schedule of insightful full show recaps, interviews with fellow Umphreys, members of Team UM, as well as other musicians who have been inspired by and or played with the band. This is your place for all the latest news and happenings within the world of Umphreys, helping keep you informed on what's been recently released or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah Javiniak. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope that you were able to check out the fresh episode from two weeks ago where I wrapped up my Winter Tour 2022 recap. There is a link in the show notes for that part two, which covered the February 17th show in Columbus, Ohio, and journeyed through to the two nights in Asheville on February 25th and 26th. I'll also link the part one of that which covered the first part of Winter Tour with the kickoff in Syracuse on January 21st and through to the two nights in Boston on February 11th and 12th. Also in the show notes, a link for my nugs.net playlist featuring the tunes that I thought were highlights from the Winter Tour. The Aspen Run Recap will be coming to you in two weeks, episode 193, so stay tuned for that. This week, continuing with the theme of Winter Tour, I am very excited to bring you my conversation with Humphrey's Lighting Director, Ben Factor. This is actually the second time that he's been a guest here on the show. I will link the first time uh, back in 2020 in the show notes. And I will also link the blog post that Ben did and that we mentioned in our conversation. And I will also link the video from the Mantis from Detroit that I bring up so you can check that out if you haven't. Highly recommend for sure watching that because that was a very incredible thing to experience live. For sure, top of my highlights for all of the shows I saw um, on Winter Tour. This time around, Ben talks about the backdrops that he's been using during the tour and he goes a little into what his vision is with this awesome new edition. He also talks about where he's been drawing inspiration from when preparing. Um, He talks about the in-house projectors that the Fillmore in Detroit and the venue in Cleveland, the House of Blues, um, talks about the in-house projectors they had there and how he was able to incorporate that. And talks a little bit about what his future hopes are for incorporating video more into the mix. That's exciting for sure. He talks about what moments and venues stood out for him during the tour. We, of course, talk about Iceland and more. I just love chatting, catching up with Ben. It's always a great time. He always makes me laugh and he's just such an awesome dude. So thanks so much to him for taking the time to chat about all things winter tour 2022 do you create really rad fan art is your band wanting to get into the ears of um freaks maybe your small business provides an awesome service and you'd like some like-minded clients to work with Are you looking to hire some music-loving folks for your team? Perhaps you've had an idea for an Umphreys-themed podcast or something else that you just know this community would love, but you weren't sure where to start. Dropped Among This Crowd media company wants to help. With space available for your Umphreys-related show idea, social media promotion of your band, ad spots across the network, and so much more. Dropped Among This Crowd Media Company can help you be seen, heard, and reach tons of fellow ump freaks, musicians, and other kind folks. Want to know more or have questions? Shoot an email to sarah at datcmediacompany.com. It's pretty crazy to think about Iceland being on the horizon because the last time I saw Humphreys was in Asheville, and so I was in Asheville in 2020 and then you know everything happened and it, like Iceland was you know on the horizon, so it's yeah. exciting to. Be looking forward to Iceland. Are you going to be going for longer than the shows and explore the country a little bit?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, nice. We're going to stay for six more days. I think we're going to stay until Saturday. Or so. I guess that's five total. It's Monday through Saturday. That's yeah, six days actually. Yeah. Nice. um Have a rented car set up. Uh, a couple trips planned but also leaving some of it open because most people I talk to who have been there say just drive around and see what you find as, as a means of getting to know the the country. Um, So yeah, I'm looking forward to that part of it for sure.
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah. So I asked the community for questions mostly because I know everybody's been just raving about your work during this winter tour so i want to pass along mostly a lot of accolades and just just tell him he's doing such an awesome job and we just love his work and somebody specifically shouted out the mardi gras lights in asheville (laughs) um and then i think we briefly talked about the Olympic rings uh in Boston so I guess talk a little bit about the fun little themes you were doing during winter tour
1: um man I wish I had a better answer than this but the Olympic rings was simply because the Olympics were going on and I was watching the Olympics and then I realized that the lights we use have the circle and I was like that'd be funny if that came up (laughs) And that's it. I will say the moment that I decided to do it was when there was like a drum solo with just Chris and Andy, which feels like an Olympic uh, uh, event at times, you know, For they sure. Want, they, they play pretty hard, man. And there's I mean, there's a couple moments in the show that feel like an Olympic event, but I don't know, just felt right and not too intrusive, you know. Um, so that was the Olympic thing. (laughs) And then the Mardi Gras thing, I actually really enjoy the color combination of yellow, uh, kind of violet and and green. And there's a few different ways. I I like to incorporate that color combination. And, uh, I guess it really just hits even deeper when it's Mardi Gras. I didn't even really think about that to be honest, but uh, yeah, it's cool to hear that was noticed
0: for sure. Somebody definitely, uh, Called that out. So I was like, all right, I'll pass it along. That's cool. So, sweet. People are into it. So, you recently did a, bo- a blog post and I'll make sure to link it. And I know Umfrey's posted it, mm-hmm. but you mentioned the backdrops that the band now travels with. And then you talked about designing the lights around it. So, elaborate on that some more.
1: Yeah. Um, so, as I kind of started in the started to explain the piece um this idea was really um originated for the new year's shows um because the new year's shows along with a couple other are a chance to really dig in and do something bigger and also more thematically different or let it you know let it take a sharp turn um so in the in the midst of design, design process, in I guess it would have been October ish, November ish, I was uh, hitting a wall, as I usually do when it when it comes up to these bigger shows, I really uh, like to, to take the opportunity to go hard as opposed to just, you know, uh, kind of expand on a past idea. I, I, I like to just kind of start from scratch. And oftentimes, I end up working myself into a bit of a spiral and hitting the writer's block kind of just uh, wall in a way. So I turned towards the internet and some concert videos and footage that might be a spark of inspiration. And yeah, I mean, I came across that bony Ver tour, uh, which I think I also mentioned in the blog and their shows are always top notch, man. Like I don't know if you've checked those out, but they are not just not just on the lighting department, but thinking about the entire production as 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 one one single unit. So that's including the sound production, scenic uh, elements, as well as movement. They're just they're rad. Um, so. Once I saw that, that kind of reminded me of past shows that I've seen that incorporated scenic elements that were inspiring in in some capacity. And then in the midst of the writer's block, hitting my head into a wall era, um, my my girlfriend Rebecca suggested that I look at Pinterest and just search stage lighting, which I haven't even thought of Pinterest and like, you know, seven years, but I, I tried it. And then there was this picture of this backdrop material. And that was kind of, I, I clicked it because it looked kind of cool. And the, the, the link actually went straight to the fabrication company. Um, and I checked out their website and they have, you know, just a lot of cool stuff in there. And they're kind of like the one main company who does this, at least at our scale. Um, so that's kind of how it, how it, came to be, um, there was going to be a little bit more of the actual texture and a lot more lighting focus at the texture for new year's. Like right now we have one layer of lighting coming from the floor, lighting the texture up. Um, mm-hmm. for new year's, we were going to have up and down two kind of two sets of, of texture, textured lighting. Um, mm-hmm. So that would have been cool. And someday I hope to, to you know, do that. We kind of had that at the Anthem in, in a way. It didn't work quite as well, but there was a little bit of downlighting at the Anthem as well. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's the start of, of, of the design was just looking at Boney uh shows. Uh, there's also this other uh, designer. His name is Tobias Rylander and he does okay. the, 1975 and grizzly bear to you know two more indie rock bands and one of his designs for grizzly bear uses a very similar material but he does it in this asymmetrical way that looks like a you know the the material is really cool because it just looks so engaging it looks like a rock or a cloud or something yeah. else there are pictures with the haze and the right coloring where it looks like the band is just like playing on Mars or some shit. It's really cool. (laughs) It is really Um, cool. It is really cool. And it, you know, it just, it felt, it felt like, uh, a a step in a direction that would make the show feel really different than it has from my past work as well as, uh, you know, waffle or Budney or whoever, you know, whoever's been doing it before me. Um, so yeah, I guess that's my that's my short answer to the backdrop question.
0: <laughs> I love that. I did seven shows on Winter Tour and I keep coming back to that mantis from Detroit. Like that was pretty ridiculous. So all of the things that you were doing then nice. get get my approval i know nothing about lighting i've told you that before Just anything i've learned from you pretty much um but that was definitely like incredible and i think you had mentioned um in your blog post too that you were using in-house projectors was that at the fillmore
1: yeah Uh, i used that at the fillmore and then the night after in cleveland as well okay yeah Yeah, they had they had one as well um yeah, and that's, that's I also put that in the blog, but that's that's a future usage of, of this texture as well is to use it as a, a, a surface for projection mapping because it's just already so textured and it takes light really well where it's, it's, it's darker and can be hidden better than a blank white projection screen that you would see at like a movie theater or, you know, uh, just a blank projection screen Um, but it takes light and and reflects light way better than just a a black drape so it's it kind of hits the the happy medium between those two things to make for a a really uh, juicy potential for for future shows and 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 projections that's um yeah it's I've been working on projections and, and video content for the last couple of weeks while I've been off just because I want to see Tool and their projection and video work is top notch. And I'm probably going to go see Tame and Paula in a couple nights. And that's a pretty video heavy show. And
0: for you sure. know,
1: just always thinking about ways to do other things and lighting is is certainly my main focus right now. Yeah. Uh but video is uh, intriguing.
0: Yeah, I bet. I bet. I bet. Because it's it's a whole other world, but you can bring it together. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. exciting to hear.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Nice. Nice. So what songs uh, have you been having the most fun with lights this year? Or winter tour? mm I mean, I mentioned um, the mantis from Detroit. So is there well, any, yeah, anything my, that maybe has been sticking out for you?
1: Yeah. My my answer to your comment <laughs> about mantis was going to be that I don't remember what I do. <laughs> so you I bet. Say, yeah. You yeah. Saying like, oh, the mantis was great. I have, <laughs> I don't really know exactly what you're talking about. Although I don't want to say that it's all a blur because there are, you know, there's memorable moments and, uh, Come as your kids in Detroit. Was that was pretty I, ridiculous, I really, too. Yeah. I, I really hunkered down and made it so that that was going to be the one projection moment of the show. And I spent the whole day putting together clips that would make sense to the section of the song they were in. And I was just basically clicking clip by clip just for that song specifically. It wasn't necessarily improvisational usage of of video which I think is where I can like run myself or back myself down into a corner because I'm not that skilled at video so when I try to improvise with it I kind of just flop sometimes Mm -hmm. um so that was a cool moment uh yeah I I learned the night this that was on night two of Detroit and I learned on night one that keeping the haze machines on was getting in the way of the projections and making them not as bright. So on night two for the come as your kids thing, I actually turned the haze off the song before so that it would clear out. And then there was basically no haze for come as your kids so that the brightness was there. And then right. The second, the song ended, I put the haze back on like pretty high. And by the time the next song started, we were back to where we were. it really worked out it worked out really well. It was, yeah, yeah. it was, it was the goal and it, and, and it actually came to fruition, which was really cool. Um, I've been having a lot of fun with the dancey songs. So, you know, uh, Triple Wide and Cemetery Walk 2 and uh, Whoppy and whatever else kind of has that, that more electronic feel just because another one of the likes that, I we we've been using this past tour has this function where it can continuously tilt or continuously pan, um, okay. whereas most lights have a, a limit to where they can go. This thing can just woo, 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 woo. Yeah. Um, and once the show, that's a really effective moment. I also do it at the end of bridgeless. It's it's a it's yeah. yeah. I'd say that's yeah. the end of bridgeless with the continuous tilt thing is something that I've been having a lot of fun with cause I don't do it at any other moment in the show and Bridges is usually ending a set or the show. So it, it makes just for a, uh, you know, good drama. It's all I'm trying to yeah. bring out of the show is, is accentuate the arc and the drama of the show, so.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. you're doing a good job with it, so. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so what have been some of your favorite venues during winter tour?
1: Uh, oh, the anthem was great. It was big, really. It was really big. Um, but I, I, you know, I was really looking forward to the anthem for, for the weeks leading up to it. Uh, we rearranged a lot of our lighting package uh, for that show so that we could incorporate the already existing house package with ours in a really cohesive and intentional way. And it, it worked out just as planned, which was great. Um filmmore Detroit is awesome because it you know it feels like a big, beautiful theater, but it's also not overwhelmingly big. So all, all of our stuff is really impactful in there, all of our lighting, lighting equipment. Um where else do we go? I don't know. Asheville's cool, you know, it's it's yeah. the arena thing, it's cool. Um it was cool to be at the Newport uh, venue because it had just opened, you know, months before. Uh, so everybody there was super excited and accommodating. And a lot of the aspects of the venue were, were cool to experience because it was just so new. Mm-hmm. Um, where else do we go? You tell me. <laughs> Let's see, you
0: were in Boston.
1: Oh, Boston was great too. Yeah.
0: You guys were in Boston. You mentioned Cleveland. Let me yeah. see. Did Columbus and Kentucky.
1: Yeah. I think I just named most of the venues we did as ones of my favorites. So I would yeah. say that it was a pretty successful tour. I suppose.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because the same thing will happen to me. People. Will come up to me and they'll reference some like conversation I had with somebody on the show and they're like oh this is you know such such a great part of it and I'm like thanks because I totally yeah. just
1: don't remember
0: and yeah you know but I'm like thanks I'm really glad that that left you something so yeah
1: <laughs> yeah having done the umpreeze gig for you know almost just about two years now um Despite it being a weird two years, mostly for obviously. sure. <laughs> I I, I'm experiencing the shows starting to to blend in with each other in a way that I wouldn't have expected. I, I suppose um, not for in sure. a bad way. It's just we're, it's a lot, you know. And it's it not is. even that it's not, it's not even that much that we've done. But still, when you're doing the four show runs and then you're home for a, a day and back out to a four show run, they start to blend in just a little bit.
0: Yeah. 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 No, I know. I know. Cause I was, you know, kind of doing the -hmm. every other thing too. Mm -hmm. So somebody wanted me to ask, when is the band going to let you set list and what are you going to put on it?
1: That's a cool question. Um, Haven't thought about that since I was like 18 years old. (laughs) Uh, I, 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 Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Just, I haven't thought about this in a long time. So but I love that this sec. is
0: making like it's it's churning the wheels. Yeah,
1: I, I just that's, <laughs> this is not on my mind these days. Uh, I would have to look through the song list, but on the set list would for sure be "Got Your Milk" uh, and "Bridgeless." Hmm. Those are the two songs I'm giving right now. I don't have a full set list. I don't want to sit here in silence because it'll be confusing. Um, but I'll think about it.
0: <laughs> Definitely think about it because now I want this to happen. So yeah. you need to let factor set list. Somebody needs to make a show. I'm down.
1: I'm down. <laughs> like, I, I, I'll do it. But... Uh... I'm not expecting that. Nor am I quite interested in that at the moment. <laughs> I'm I'm focused on the lights right now. <laughs> we'll we'll table I'm that. To reel but... it in. I'm trying <laughs> to reel it in, man.
0: All right. So here, here's here's a lighting question for you. So, what would you define as? factor style. There's, you know, you can look at some videos of waffle or Corona and you can see from their work that, yeah, that's definitely them. So what would you say would be kind of like your fingerprint on your work?
1: Sweet. Um, I have been struggling with the concept of ownership recently over the past couple of weeks, especially in some conversations with my friends here at home, um, like on a really macro level about thinking about ownership and how everything we do and everything like we are is really just this recycling of the things we take in. And then we're just kind of communicating our best effort to, to, to describe and put back out into the world the things that we experience and love or whatnot. And the things I do as a lighting designer very much fall into that category as far as I'm really inspired by lighting designers specifically and also things outside of lighting that contribute to what I do. So I just want to make that note that what goes into quote unquote, what you would call factor style lighting is of like a, a genuine tribute to the things that have inspired me in the past and, con- and continue to. Um, so on that note, uh, from a lighting perspective, I really, really appreciate uh Waffles' approach to color combinations and and making use of of two, three, and even sometimes four color color combinations in one look, I think that, that really works a lot of the time. Whereas I love the way Kuroda's movement uh m- movement cues land on the downbeat of the of the next section or measure think that's really cool uh saxton waller from sts9 used to do a very similar thing where the transitions between scenes would land on the downbeat that's something that i really try and make happen um so between those three who are kind of like the jam band uh, classics lighting wise that's that's what i would say contributes to my goal as a jam band uh ld and then things outside of, of that kind of, you know, mold, i really trying to focus on creative ways to light the band. So whether that's being heavy on side lighting for, for a specific portion of the show and then focusing on front lighting for the next, and then making a really special moment out of a back spot type of lighting, that is something I'm, I'm really trying to step into my own with, um, so, yeah, kind of a, a weird mishmash of jam band LD influence with uh, maybe a more theatrical or, or indie rock type of approach to the, the entire show as, as, as one piece. Um, and then I guess, again, with all that said, I, uh, you know, that is mine because it's the experience I've had And it's really just this grand tribute to a lot of other things that already exist in the world. Um, And I, and I owe a lot of gratitude to all all of those experiences. I would say that's factor style. I
0: love it. I love it. Cool. So I'm going to ask you, to choose. I'm going to have two things here for you. And I want you to choose between the two things. Okay. Great. Okay. All right. All right. So lima beans or broccoli? Broccoli. Okay. All right. Red or blue?
1: <sighs> That's a big question, man. Blue.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, dark or milk chocolate?
1: Oh, dark. That's, that's that. Oh man.
0: (laughs) Okay. Yeah.
1: That's not, that's not a question.
0: Yeah, I know. I felt the same way. I'm like, ah, come Uh, on. Definitely dark chocolate. Come on. Come on. All right. So factor beams or the Northern lights,
1: the Northern lights.
0: (laughs) I don't know though. You might have them beat. (laughs) (laughs)
1: oh man i am looking forward to maybe seeing the northern lights it seems kind of as as though um it's a challenge to catch them you know because because there's no guarantee that you're actually going to see them at the right time or whatnot um so i'm hoping that we get some some good northern lights action in iceland
0: for sure for sure so Is there anything that uh, you can reveal that you're working on for us to look forward to in Iceland?
1: Um, Iceland specifically will just be a really beautiful room with a pretty standard uh, lighting package uh, just because it's really expensive to get stuff over there. So everything we're using already exists in-house. I'm not even bringing my own lighting console. I'm using what's there. Um, everybody's everybody on the venue side is is being super accommodating and we're going to kind of shift up their already existing house rig so that it feels like an unfree show. Um, but it's just going to be a really awesome room. Great lighting, um, but standard, you know, uh, and that'll be that. And then Aspen is a teeny little room and uh, they also have an in-house video wall and that's what I've been really working on over the last couple of weeks is just getting that system all together. And I have it to the point where I can treat the video as if it's another lighting fixture and not a separate thing. So if I, if I do something that goes left to right on a lighting rig, it's also going to do that on the video, which is, it's a, it's a huge thing, at least for me, that's, that feels, uh, important. Um, So if the lighting is colored red, the video content will also be colored red. So it's just going to bring everything together really well. Um, And that's kind of come to to life in the last like two or three days. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, Yeah. I mean, have you looked at the pictures of this venue we're playing in Iceland? It's a freaking sight to see, man, between the outside and the inside. So a, an amazing experience an amazing country an amazing venue that's what to, is to look forward to and, and i'm sure the shows will be great you know
0: well of course i'm yeah. excited i have uh, row one but i'm definitely gonna have to of course i do row one yeah. seat 4 Let's go. that's my spot always no. um i'm gonna have to come back though and like come and see you because i want to see this yeah. incredible room like, yeah. Oh yeah.
1: You totally. It up. It's, you can just do the thing where you kind of turn around and you see everybody, you know,
0: that's my favorite thing to do. I, I had never been to the Fillmore in Detroit and I did that both nights, you mm-hmm. know, just kind of turn around and I, I love to look at everybody anyways. Like yeah. I love watching the band, you know, I get locked in and see what they're doing, mm-hmm. but I like watching everybody else too, because it just, you know, it just gives me all the feels. Everybody's just having such a great time. So it's cool yeah. to always turn around and look and see.
1: Yeah. I had that experience at Red Rocks this year, just, uh, with, with the tent open. Yeah. Seeing all those people. And yeah. Like, Pretty cool. Yeah. They, they start to look like one organism, which is, which is true, but it's very cool to experience that like in your body. It's cool.
0: For sure. For sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, is there anything else specifically from winter Tour that you kind of wanted to add that maybe I didn't get to?
1: I just feel as though, aside from my first half tour that got cut by COVID, um, this was the first this was the first one where our rig was um, consistent and also a normal, essentially a normal tour size rig because the entire pandemic was you know disjointed uh drive-in shows and half budgets because we could only fit so much on stage or in the truck or and then there was Red Rocks which is its own thing but as far as getting you know a design together and taking it on the road week after week building it uh, I'll you know I'll say for for Louie and I Louie our lighting crew chief this was a really uh, great experience to have to just dial in what we were doing and focus and improve night after night on the same project, as opposed to, well, now we're in this random place and now we got to shift things all around because the situation demands it. This was kind of a really focused uh, tour. And from, from that angle, I I look back on it uh, with a lot of, uh, what's the word? I I just, I, I feel proud of, of the work because it felt, uh, really, really cohesive. Um, yeah. And focused. And that's, that's kind of what I want to do is, is make it feel intentional. Um, and this felt like a really, uh, a really big step forward as far as being intentional with what I was doing. Um, and more and more confident in the decisions because i was sticking with the same rig and intention every night so i was like okay i'm doing this because i know it's the right decision right now as opposed to the more on the fly type of thing which obviously produces cool results uh, across the board but it can also flop so that was cool for um, sure.
0: For sure. You don't want every day at the office, whatever your office mm-hmm. is to constantly be, you know, on your toes, think as you go, it's nice to, you know.
1: Yeah. And and there, <laughs> there's like a huge uh, art and, and skill in, in the lighting world to be able to walk in each day to a new, a new situation and make the show happen by the time doors open. Um, and that's, that was my entire experience with Spafford for years because we would travel with a small package and then have to incorporate a wide variety of different house rigs at night after night. Um, so one night it could be the Ogden theater with, you know, a certain rig and then it was whatever next venue we we're playing that did not look the same and being able to adjust accordingly in real time is a whole skill Um, and I, I take that experience with me to Humphreys for sure, um, and then also now this past winter tour to have the same rig every night for the most part. Um, you know, it's just a great it's a great combination of, of of situations right now. Nice,
0: nice. Does that make sense? It did make sense. It made okay. sense. It did. <laughs> I got what you're saying. So I'm sure right. someone else did too.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, I'm thinking back on the set list question. I don't want to like be an ass. I don't mean to to push it aside. I just don't really have the answer right now.
0: That's I'll a, think. that's a tough question. Like I've been thinking, you know, I'm getting close to a hundred shows and I'm like, if I were to ever like make a set list, what would I pick? And I'm yeah. like,
1: Oh, this is a hard question. Totally. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of considerations that go into So think
0: this. on it. And if you ever want to let me know, you know, like email me and tell me I'm here I for got it. You. I, I got would you. definitely now, you know, I'm personally curious. So
1: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Then we'll see if we can petition it to happen. I'll do what I can.
1: Oh, wait. I want to <laughs> say one more thing to keep okay. an eye out for that I accomplished this winter tour that okay. is worth noting as far as lighting goes. Yeah. I've developed this new system on a, a, a variety of ways to do have you noticed where I where, where the lights come from the back and point at a specific dude yes basically there's a way for me to in real time change up the way that happens whether it's one single light on the guy whether it's two or three a group of two or three lights on one guy or kind of the entire group entire rig on the one guy and that is kind of what I was getting at with the making a variety of ways to focus in on the band, so whether it's front light, side light, or even backlight, there's now a really wide range of ways to do that. Um, okay. So anyway, that was a new piece of this tour, and now, and I don't know if you were noticing, but in Mexico, Brandon was fucking with me by stepping out of the spotlight because I only yeah. had one on him. it's yeah. funny. But now I can point the entire rig at him and there's nowhere for him to go. So that motherfucker, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I that's love it.
0: Saying. I love it. I think that is like the perfect way to end it. <laughs>
1: <Right>. Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. So that's everything I have for this week of the show Thank you again to Ben for taking the time to chat. It is always a pleasure when I get to have a conversation with you. You're just so awesome and I'm so grateful for your time. So thanks so much. There is a link in the show notes for anything that Ben or I may have referenced at all during our conversation, including where you can check out his latest blog post, also, where you can check out my 2022 highlights playlist that's ever evolving as they play shows. So, definitely check that out. And, side note if you have a 2022 highlights playlist, feel free to send it my way. I always love to see uh, what everybody else thought of the show so far. Also, in the show notes, you'll find links for where you can check out the DATC Pod Vault stuffed. So stuffed (laughs) with a bunch of incredible past episodes to binge on where you can check out the newly released Umphreys Wow Show with Rob Turner and Jimmy Knowledge, shop the DATC store, find out more about Crooked Conversations, and seriously, just so much more. So make sure you check all of that out. Thanks so much for joining me. I'll see you around these parts in two weeks. Mad love.